1: Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey
0: everybody,
2: Arch here, and we are back talking UFC with my man James. What's going on, James? Um, going very well, thank you. How about yourself? Not too bad. Not too bad at all. You sound like you're a little stuffy over there. A little, little, little nasally. You okay?
1: Yeah, no, I'm not. I haven't caught COVID-19, don't you worry. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> I'm just I'm suffering saying. a bit from it. <laughs> <laughs> I can assure you that. I'm not going to pass it through the phone and you can get it.
2: Okay, that's good.
1: Uh, no, I'm just suffering from hay fever. I usually get it around this time.
2: Oh, okay. Pain in the, pain in the ass.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, man.
2: So, what else is going on? Anything?
1: Um, literally nothing much, obviously. We've got the Premier League returning soon. Oh, yeah.
2: Um, oh, yeah.
1: I've got some sports to look forward to. Still working at university, unfortunately. <laughs> but... What can you do? It's the life of a student, eh? (laughs) There you you go.
2: (laughs) Oh man. All right. Well we're here to talk UFC, of course. So let's just get to it. What's jumping out at you on the board this weekend?
1: Um well, you know me. I like to come on here and literally just go from top to bottom with this one. Um we could, uh, I'd like to do the same unless you want to mix it up and we can go for something else.
2: No, no, no. We can start with the, we can start with the top fight.
1: Well, <laughs> obviously, um, Amanda Nunes versus Felicia Spencer. Um, <laughs> it's a nail-bi- uh, nail-biter. What to say, what to say. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm going to try and be as, you know, non-biased as possible because, let's face it, we all know Nunes is going to win, but I'm going to try and... Look at ways in which Felicia can win as well. Um, Nunez, she's 19 and four. She hasn't lost in six years. That's 10 fights. Um, <sighs> her ferocious power has just made her such a huge threat to the women's game. Um, I feel almost sorry for Felicia Spencer because she's fighting in the um, featherweight division and there's literally nobody on that roster. And now she's having to fight for the belt pretty early on in her UFC career. She's already fought Chris Cyborg, the former champion. She lost, but she went the full three rounds with her. So, obviously, with Cyborg, you know she's a bit of a knockout artist herself. And watching that fight, Spencer showed that she does have a chin, but against a woman like Nunes, I don't think she's just going to be able to last. That long, you know, she's just got such a major striking advantage. Spencer's tough, but I don't think she's nowhere near as skilled and as powerful in the stand up game. Um, Nunez, I don't think she's been taken down or submitted in God knows how long, you know. And Spencer's built a reputation off of getting other women to the floor and try and finish the fight through that. She's very skilled on the floor, i give her that. Um, the only chance that Nune, um, Spencer has is if Nunez gives her the space to work for the takedown and get her to the floor. But it won't be easy. So uh, all the uh, it's all shifting towards a Nunez win on Saturday night, in my opinion. Yeah,
2: well, Las Vegas agrees with you. It opened up <laughs> Nunez minus 550. She's minus 608 now. Honestly, it's, it's ridiculous. So is there I mean- any... Any chance, any chance. I mean, Felicia Spencer needs an 18.3% chance to win this fight. Does she even have that?
1: You know, never say never. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I don't, it's so tough. I think in terms of the ground game department, I don't think Nunes has faced a woman like Spencer before. Uh, Spencer in a... Invicta Days has faced some fighters with a style similar to Nunez, but nowhere near nowhere near as skilled as Nunez, obviously. Mm-hmm. And she's beaten them. So, it, like I said, if Nunez gives her the space to work for the takedown, then she can just you know, pile on the pressure on the floor. But obviously, Nunez obviously isn't a walkover. It, she's tough to get to the floor. Um, she's got a chance. If she implements her wrestling and takedown game, but fight standing, I don't think she's got a good chin, but I don't think she's got the chin to last the four or five rounds with Nunez. Yeah. Well, it may not even go that long.
2: Looking at the totals, no, I'm looking, no. looking at the totals, over one and a half rounds is minus 163. So, I mean, there's nothing <sighs> exceptional about that. Over no. two and a half rounds is plus 110. So it starts to become less likely, plus uh, over three and a half rounds, plus 162, over four and a half rounds, plus 225. So they're not thinking it goes the distance.
1: No, obviously from the sounds of it, they're looking that Nunes will get it done early. Um, I've gone for Nunes to win in the third, just based on, it depends. If she goes out guns blazing right from the first bell, then, you know, she can get it done. In the first round but i think she's going to be cautious of spencer's ability on the ground early on and she's just going to take the first round or two just to pick her apart and then look for the finish in the third i I don't think nunez i I think she's got the perfect strategy to beat spencer i'm sure she's got the she's putting the time and the effort to figure out how to pick her apart and i don't think going in guns blazing from round one's Necessarily the best idea, but with Nunez, anything can happen. But right. I see it getting it done in the third.
2: So let's not let's not lay the six hundred and eight dollars to win a hundred. Let's look at that over two and a half rounds. <laughs> let's let's look at that plus one ten. That's more palpable. Let's do that. Yeah. Over. Okay. All right. Well, that's it. We spent enough time on that massacre. There's, what's what's up next?
1: There's no there's no lot we could say. I mean, yeah. N- Nunes win... <laughs> Bish, mash, mash, we all know. Uh, Co-main, Cody Garbrandt versus Rafael Asensal. <laughs> this is a really tough one. I think both fighters really, really need to win because, you know, back in 2016, Cody Garbrandt won the Bantamweight title with, honestly, one of the best title performances you'll ever see against Dominic Cruz. I mean, he just picked them apart from round one to five. Um He's 11-3, nine wins fire, knockout, and obviously early on in his career he established himself as a real hard hitter. But since um, Cody Garbrandt um, beat Dominic Cruz, he's lost every single one of his fights. He's on a three-fight losing streak. <laughs> the problem with Cody is he's got the power, he's got the ability to beat anyone in the division. It's just the way he comes out Guns blazing, or swinging, and even the, um, his chin exposed to the left hook or the right. just He is, has proved in his last three fights that he has not got the chin to withstand that amount of pressure. So <laughs> against a guy like Asun Sal, he's got power, but I don't think he's got the power to cause Cody Garbrandt some damage. I think he does all of his damage on the floor. of his fights he's won have come via submission. Mm. He's got great Jiu-Jitsu, Asun Sal. I think if Asun Sal wants the win, he's got to take it to the floor, or he could outpoint him and just make sure he stays out of striking range of Garbrandt and take it to the full 15. Um, Recently, I think Cody has added another coach to him. So if we see a more strategic Cody you know where he's just not overconfident um, I think the lack of crowd will help him he can just relax fight his game plan and look for the finish but if he's going to come out guns blazing and leave that chin unprotected then you know anything can happen on that on the night so mm-hmm. it's, it's a good one this one um, I think Cody Garbrandt would do it via a finish late on if he's got the right um plans in motion and he's fought the right game plan then i see him winning on saturday night but you can't rule out us and sell with cody's recent history
2: mm. so it opened up with uh, cody minus 150 rafael plus 120. It's still Raphael plus 120, but Cody slid back just a little bit. He's minus 138 now. So not a lot of movement, no movement for Raphael. Vegas is happy with that plus 120. They're happy with the way the money's coming in. They're encouraging a little bit more action on Cody. They want a little more bets on Cody, it looks like.
1: Mm.
2: This is a tough one. This is a coin flip, huh?
1: Yeah, it really really is a coin flip. It just depends how the fight goes. I mean... (laughs) the fighters can get it done early on it's a it's 50 50 i think like i said if cody fights a perfect game plan he finishes the fight mm-hmm. if he's getting too cautious and you know giving opportunities for a since how to counter strike him then i see it going the full 15 <clears throat> you know there's so many ways in which you can put your money on in this fight you can either put your money towards finish early or uh via a decision it's it's a tough one it's cool let's
2: Let's look at the total. Uh, over one and a half rounds, minus one seventy-five. Over two and a half rounds, plus one hundred.
1: So it looks like an early, early night. Yeah, an early stoppage. Yeah, <laughs> I think if anyone's going to get it done early, it's Cody mm. Um If Sal wins, I think he does it via decision. He, he just outpoints him, fights his perfect game plan. Like I said, outpoints him for the full fifteen minutes. I don't think. A Sun Sal's got the power and the ability to knock him out early. Um, Like I said, if anyone gets it done early, it's Cody.
2: Okay, okay, but not no prediction on who's going to win this one, huh?
1: I think Cody will do it. You think he will do it? I think he will do it. Given his recent um, history, you know you're going to lean towards a Sun Sal. But he himself is on a a losing streak at the moment. Okay. Um, I think with the uh, recent you know hiring of a new coach i think cody's just got to add that mental sort of aspect to his game he can't you know get overconfident he has to stay prepared and stay cautious at any given time in the fight he's got to be well prepared um like i said if he comes out guns blazing then it's you know good night for cody but mm-hmm. if he sticks to okay. his game plan he wins all right gotcha what's next um, Corey Sandhagen versus Aljamain Sterling. This okay. is a very, very good fight. It's, I've seen across social media. It's fifty-fifty. Mm, yeah. This essentially, the winner of this fight will probably fight for the title next. Um, <laughs> I think since Sterling's defeat to Morris he's you know he's changed his game, and I really like how he's sort of improved since that defeat Hagen is one of the dark horses of the UFC bantamweight um, division I like Hagen a lot he is unbeaten in seven fights he's 12 and 1 like I said he's such a dark horse he's won his last three fights in the UFC seven unbeaten I think the only he's one of the more taller uh, fighters in the division he's got he's 5 foot 11 um, he's stylistically he's like Dominic Cruz, in terms of the height aspect, he's got the good striking, he's more diverse and um, versatile. I think against a guy like Sterling, whose best chance at winning against Sandhagen is his wrestling, Um, this is the toughest one to predict in the whole card, I think, in my Mm. opinion. It could go either way. I think it's going to fall 15. Um, It's just it's really tough. Like, I think this goes the full distance. I think it goes to full three rounds. Um, even though Sterling is the shorter, he has the better reach. Um, I still expect him to struggle in the striking exchanges. I think he will have to implement kicks in Sanhagen. Um, but if he uses his wrestling, Sterling, against Sanhagen, who's got a good defence, um, then I see him taking this one, but my Prediction is I'm going for a Sandhagen decision victory. Oh, Sandhagen, mm. it's really tough, though,
2: isn't it? No, it's close, yeah. I mean, this is uh, this is the closest fight on the board. Uh, Sandhagen is minus 104 right now, Sterling is minus 110. They both unput up mm. minus 110. This is the closest one as far as implied probability, you know, on the board 50 to 52 percent. So, yeah, it's really, really close. I don't hate your Sanhagen bet here. I think that's let's do it. Sanhagen
1: and goes the full distance, mm. full for a decision or a split decision. Okay. Who knows? Um, uh, what I, obviously it's like a essentially a title eliminator. Really, the winner fights to the belt. And I, what I'd personally like to see is if both fighters look for the finish, because if it goes to a decision the four fifteen, fifteen, what's mm-hmm. it going to look like on them? You know, they both got a history of going the 415 425 right. so you can't rule out a finish for either um, fire because like i said it's for a title shot next they're going to want to prove themselves so yeah who knows A finish could be on the cards but personally uh, the safe bet is probably on the 415. 415. yeah i think so yeah. Yeah. all right what's next uh neil magny versus anthony roca martin um I like the looks of Neil on this one just because he's, he's more of a, an established welterweight. Whereas Rocco Martin is, he's more of like a lightweight, like a, a, he's, if the UFC had a 165 pound division, he'd be in that division. Mm. Um, I think obviously in terms of the size, Magny's got such a, he's got, a, I think he's three inches taller than Rocco. He's the bigger fighter, obviously. Um, Magni's been a bit touch and go recently. He's been a bit inactive. Um, I think he last, what, a couple of months ago against Li Liang. You look at Magni nowadays, he's more of like a gateway to the top 10 in the World division. He's got the ability to push further on, but when he gets the opportunity, he just seems to come up short. Um, I think Magni's best bet in this one is just... To, you know, get the clinch, look for the elbows, take Rocco um, against the cage and just obviously look for um, his little elbows or kicks in the clinch. Or I think Martin's bread and butter is his grappling. He can grind out a decision. So if Magny being the bigger man early on is putting the pressure on in the clinch, um, counter-punching Rocco Martin, then I think Martin's gonna look for his grappling skills to come up clutch in this one. I think again this one goes to a full distance. <sighs> I'm I'm leaning towards Magni based on his the, based on the sheer um, difference in terms of the height and the weight. It's it. I think that this is a tough one as well. But anyone could win. But if Magni implements his game plan, looks for the low kicks and isn't doesn't get kicked himself because he is exposed to the low kicks i think ponza and de Sanchez have dropped him a couple of times using the kicks and if he maintains the distance fights his fight magni does have the opportunity to win this fight and then obviously push on from there i think he takes it by decision
2: oh okay okay let's see so magni opened up minus 140 he's minus 125 now martin opened up plus 120 He's plus 109 now. So it looks like looks like the money might be uh, back in Martin. Mm.
1: It's it's a tough one. Um, I wouldn't go against Martin. You know, you can never underestimate him, obviously. But I know you're, a... you're going to bet Magny, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bet Magny. But yeah. if you want to be cheeky, stick some money on Martin because you can't rule him out. I know the, the high difference is going to be a factor, but... Looking at those odds, people are starting towards leaning towards uh, Martin on this one.
2: Yeah, do you it's think it's, it's
1: a tough d- one? Decision? Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, I think it goes full four fifteen.
2: Yeah, it doesn't it's I- minus f- it's minus four fifty to go over one and a half, minus two fifty to go over two and a
1: half. So. Oof. I think it's just going to be like, it's not going to be a great fight. I think it's just going to be a full 15, you know, essentially a ball first to outland who et cetera. Okay. Gotcha. in with the decision,
2: Magni to win by decision is plus one. Yeah. Magni by
1: decision. Plus, for, really? oh,
2: plus decision. Plus one thirty for decision. There you go. You can make a few bucks on that.
1: Mm. All right. What else you got? We're going to the next one. Uh, Yeah, we'll go to this. I'm, um, in terms of all the fights, I'm really looking forward to this one. Uh, Ed, Ed, not not based on um, Eddie Wineland, but just yeah. on the opportunity to see Sean O'Malley fight again. Yeah. And based on that, I'm going for a Eddie knockout first round. No, I'm joking. Wow. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, Malley, I think he's just he's just one of those fighters who just gets the fans hyped and, you know, we're all excited to see him fight on this car because he's just such a talent. Seven wins of his 11 have come in by a knockout. Um, he's just, a, he's explosive. He's such a big bantamweight. He likes to, you know, go out guns blazing early on. Wineland, you know, he's getting on a bit... <laughs> He can't seem to string some wins under his belt. Like, win one, lose the next, and vice versa. One, has got some power. He's got the chance to knock him out. But ultimately, (laughs) O'Malley's just a freak of nature. You know, he's just pure athletic. His power and his sort of... um, He's very unpredictable. Um, And he's a nightmare for a lot of people in this bantamweight division. He's very calculated, very precise. He's got great striking. I think O'Malley gets it done early via a TKO or KO on the first or the second. I'm going for an early stoppage either way. Oh, early stoppage.
2: Yeah, early. All right. Well, that's under one and a half rounds. We'll say that. Plus 100. Really? That's right. Yeah. Under one and a half rounds, plus 100. Under two and a half rounds, minus 200. So they agree with you. Just they think it's going to go a little bit longer than you.
1: Get a, a long longer, yeah.
2: Yeah. Still, that's not not a bad. Uh, oh, uh, O'Malley wins by knockout minus one sixty
1: three. Yeah, I think that's how he's going to get it. Down. He's going to finish him off pretty early. I mean, there's no yeah. ifs and buts about it. He's just a freak of nature.
2: <laughs> as far as straight up, I don't think I said it. O'Malley's minus five oh four. Wineland's plus 375, just straight up. And that's just, you can't bet on that. You can't throw five. No, not a chance. Uh, chance. And O'Malley opened up minus 380. So he shifted 124 cents. Like just everybody jumped on that minus 380 and bumped it way,
1: Mm. way up. And rightly so. I mean, I don't think Wineland's got a chance. I hope a prayer, really just against the guy of his nature. All right. Got you in. All right. Next up. Uh, obviously, this is the main one on the uh, prelims, main event on the prelims. Uh, Caseras versus Chase Hooper. Now, obviously, Hooper is undefeated. He's nine and zero. He, I like the looks of him. He's got such a, a, he's such a talent of the UFC. He's a big star. He's the youngest fighter on the roster, I believe. He's twenty. So he's my age. Christ. <laughs> That's embarrassing. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, He's he's got a lot of work to do to push himself in the uh, top 10 rankings in the featherweight division. I think stylistically, (sighs) Caceres offers a different matchup compared to Hooper's uh, last couple of opponents. He's got the ability to – he's got the good striking ability, Caceres – doesn't have the, the, he's not a hard hitter, but he's got good, decent enough striking. But with Hooper, I think, you know, his bread and butter is his um, ability on the floor. And if he gets the takedown early on, mm-hmm. because obviously if you look at Caceres, he struggles with the superior grappler. And that's when he just gives up on the floor, you know, because he's just got no chance. He's got no, defense on the mat. Um, if Hooper takes fights to the floor and just uses his ground and pound early on, I think I think Hooper will get it done early.
2: Yeah, let's see here. The, look at the total rounds here on this one. Uh, Hooper, oh no, let's look at the overall. Jesus, I'm way off today. Uh, <laughs> Hooper opened up minus 140. He's minus 175 now, so shifted 35 Me. cents that way. Uh, Alex opened up plus 120. He's plus 152 now, so they're kind of shifting the same way. You know, it's getting better for Alex and getting worse for Hooper. About Mm. just over 30, you know, 30 cents. So it looks like it makes sense. Looks like everybody's jumping on Hooper.
1: Yeah, and rightly so. I mean, just based off of Caceres' history, struggles with a guy who can take the fire to the floor and just win that way. So, uh, yeah, he'll get it to the floor, Hooper, and win then. And the
2: total rounds over one and a half rounds is minus 175, over two and a half rounds is plus 110. So they're thinking early stoppage.
1: Yeah, 100%. I'll be shocked if it goes over two rounds into the third. I think he gets it done early. I Like I said, I'll be very, very surprised if it goes. Even even if it goes past the first round, I'll be surprised.
2: Hooper, by TKO, you know, submission, disqual, whatever. He wins at plus, <laughs> plus 110. So there it is. Plus 110 if Hooper mm. wins by any of those. So I want to keep an eye on that.
1: All right. What else you got? Um, this Ian Heinish versus uh, Gerald Merchart. Um I think Ian Hynish has had a bit of a rough week this week. Um, originally, I think yesterday or the day before he pulled out, and then about half an hour ago, he's back in the fight. Mm-hmm. After, uh, due to, I, I don't know. I think one of his cornermen had tested sort of symptoms for COVID oh God. and he Heinish picked up a bit of an injury or whatnot. Um so this is really a tough one. I like I think from what I've seen Heinish is the favourite going into this one. But um technically skill wise, I think Heinish is the better fighter, but I'm more I'm leaning towards Mershaw on this one. I think in terms of standing wise, I think he's got the the punishing and the cutting edge ability on Heinish, you know, to try and finish the fight or even when it goes to the floor, I think he could look for a finish via submission because Heinish struggles with the takedowns. Um, he'll have to rely more on his aggression and his striking. Um, that could play into Heinish's hands, you know, against a guy like Mursha, I think stylistically wise I think he's better off on the mat even though striking's okay Um, I would like I said I was saying Mershart will win this one Mm -hmm. but if Heinish didn't have that week he had and he was healthy going into this fight then I'd probably lean towards more him but I think with the not fighting fighting now I think it plays into Mershart's hands I'm going for a finish in the second round for Mershart
2: okay uh, Ian. <laughs> I'll just say that Ian is yeah, plus one hundred and Gerald's minus one twenty five right now. <laughs> All right. What round did you have this in Second. I uh, had so the second round. Yeah. Second round. Second round. All right. Let's see here. The totals in this one, uh, over three and a half, or excuse me, one and a half rounds is plus. There's minus three fifty. Over two and a half rounds mm. is minus 200. So if you're going to take that, un- we, we can take that under two and a half rounds for plus 150. Nice little, nice little payout right there.
1: Yeah, I don't see it going the full distance. I see so. I think I'm just, yeah, I'm going to say Gerald as well. I think yeah, Gerald will finish there it in the second round. Just, just if they wanted
2: better, they could change their last name to make it more pronounceable for us. If they
1: <laughs> All right. What else you got? Um Cody Stamen versus Brian Keller. Now this is a really, really good one. I'm liking the looks of this fight, I think. Is it? Yeah, I'm I'm liking this fight. Um it's I'm like I said, I'm going for Stamon, But you can't rule out Keller. I don't know what the lines in uh, Vegas are saying, mm-hmm. but um he I thought it's Staman's record, I think he's eighteen and two. I think he's got the ability to beat a guy like Keller, but if Keller takes the fight to the floor, that's when it sort of plays into his hands. Um is obviously the more active fighter. He's had the success over Azure recently, so that should give him confidence against a wrestler in Staman. Um Stayman is obviously a far better opponent than Azuri, but you know he's comfortably he's comfortable in his stand up semen um so I don't think he'll get knocked out by Keller, but obviously like I said, never say never um anything can happen um I think he can drag Keller to the mat and just you know look to finish it on the floor um but like I said, Keller's fought more recently. Therefore, that could favor him in a fight. berth. I think I'm just trying to make excuses for Keller in this one. I think Stamen's cruises <laughs> to a wow, comfortable okay. victory. Well, it opened up
2: uh, Stamen minus 280, Keller minus or plus 240. So, minus 280, plus 240. It's shifted a little bit, it's Stamen now. Minus 257. So he's gotten 23 cents better. Keller, mm. who opened up plus 240, is only plus 212 now. So it's gotten 28 cents worse for him. Looks like a lot of people kind of like where your head is at and they're kind of backing Keller.
1: Mm. I wouldn't be surprised based on the fact that he obviously has fought more recently and he's got that should give him confidence because he's got good grand game ability. Um, Stamen just he's obviously ranked number twelve, he needs that to use his strong grappling edge and his experience over Keller, but I wouldn't I wouldn't bet I would not bet against Keller. I mean he's certainly and well from what I've seen he's a bit of an underdog in this one but I wouldn't yeah. you know I wouldn't um fancy Stamen winning comfortably I think uh Keller causes him some real problems in this fight. Mm, so we should bet Keller. Just take a flyer on that, right? Plus 212. I mean, yeah, I'd stick I'd some money on Keller to win. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, not a lot I
2: think
1: of downside. Yeah. To, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm I'm really torn between this one. I can see Stamen winning by a decision, or I can see Keller getting this done, uh, not early, but later on in the second, going into round three. It, it really is a tough one. I wouldn't um, rule out Keller,
2: In this one. Okay. Okay. Uh over one and a half rounds is minus four fifty. Over two and a half rounds is minus two seventy five. So they're thinking it goes to the judges.
1: Yeah, it goes to the judges. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Okay.
2: Decision wise. Oh yeah. They're Cody wins by decision minus one hundred thirty eight. Keller wins by decision plus five fifty. Not
1: bad. Not bad. No. I wouldn't go against any of that. I mean, <laughs> why not put your money
2: where your mouth is, right? Exactly. That's what, that's what we do here. All right. Yeah. Next up, looking at Bird.
1: Is that right? Um, yeah, obviously, that's the next one, I believe. Um. In terms of, well, we can cover that one if you want. Or um, is there any fights in terms of, I don't know, I haven't got the odds here in front of me but um is there any other fights that sort of favor heavily one fighter and then i might essentially go against that what's the odds looking like alonzo for the rest of the card
2: alonzo menifield is, pl- is uh, minus is 215 it's the first fight alonzo Menafield mm-hmm. 215 against Devin clark who's plus 181
1: yeah i'd stick some money on clark on this one would you
2: you think clark's mm. he's got a chance
1: yeah, I think he's got oh, a chance. I mean... He does have a chance,
2: doesn't he? I'm looking at that. Jesus. Yeah, I'm with you.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead. Um, yeah, it, it's a tough one. I think Alonso... Oh, I'm just going to say Alonso Minifield. Or That's whatever fine, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> he's, Um He's so destructive uh, inside the Octagon. He's finished a lot of his opponents... Uh, I think he's got, like, seven knockouts in his career. Um, Devin Clark has fought the more standouts in the division, like your Blachowiczes, your Rakiches. It's it's hard to bet on Clark, just based on his recent success or in the um, Moctagon. He is a good fighter. Uh, He's got the skill set to... You know, upset Alonso Minifield in this one. Uh, He's far more rounded than uh, Alonso's previous (laughs) couple opponents. So, although some may lean towards Alonso in this one, I'm putting Clark by decision on this one. No, I think you're probably right there. I think that's
2: probably the move. Yeah, Clark by decision. Okay. Got you in. No, I like that a lot. It's like I said, it was. uh, He's plus 181. Minifield's minus 215. Fight total rounds here is over one and a half rounds minus 110. Over two and a half rounds plus 175. So they're thinking it's going to go, you know, end early, looks like, according to Vegas. Mm. So we can you can double up on that. You can just take the over 175. Everything's predicated on Minifield winning by a submission or TKO early in the fight. But if Devin Clark if, if, if we're right, and Devin Clark has a, a good enough chance, yeah, that all that you can throw all that out the window and make some money.
1: Yeah, if you want to make some money and um, <laughs> stick a while back and go for Clark by decision? <laughs> there you go, I like it. Clark by
2: decision plus four hundred. Boom. <sighs> oh man, so we skipped over a couple. Is there anything else you want to talk about, or nah, you're good.
1: Um, with Charles Bird's I see by decision. Um, Formiga versus Perez. Although I believe Formiga, in terms of the flyweight division, is ranked higher. I'm sort of leaning towards Perez in this one via, again, via a decision. Um, mm-hmm. What was the other one? I think we hit them all. Herbert Burns versus Evan oh, oh, oh. Dunham. I think that's the very, very, very first one. There you go. Um, obviously, he's the brother of. Um, Gilbert Burns, who obviously demolished Tyrone oh. Woodley last week, um, he is well in his last fight. That was his um, third win in a row. Um, Dunham's eighteen and eight, I believe, whereas Herbert Burns is ten and two. Um, this is a tough one as well. Um, I think. Dunham has got such a good grappling background. Uh, he can take the shots. Uh, I'm, I'm probably going to pick him again for this one, uh, Dunham by a decision. Plus 180. I don't think, yeah, I, I don't think Burns has got the, uh, the heavy striking and the wrestling to catch a guy like Evan Dunham in this one. He's more dangerous Dunham than his uh, Burns last few opponents. So I think Dunham will take this one by a decision.
2: I like it. Okay, so plus one eighty, uh, Burns is minus two twenty. So that's yeah, I like it. You're taking underdogs this week.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm. Yeah, I think every time I come on this show, I'm always picking the favored fighters. I'm mixing it up this week.
2: <laughs> Good. Uh, some oh, people going to be
1: putting on some risky bets this weekend.
2: You know that happens. That happens. <laughs> you can't make a, you can't make a living betting all favorites all the time. <laughs> you got to get out there, James. You got to risk it.
1: You got yeah, to go up the to the
2: hot girl at the bar at the pub, excuse me, and say, Hey, what's going yeah. on? My name's James.
1: <laughs> well, maybe not a pub.
2: <laughs> I don't know the difference. <laughs> the pub, the pub is like the, 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 like where the neighborhood hangs out, right? How would you describe a pub versus a, a...
1: yeah, no, 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 I'll, I'll, um We call our local, obviously the pub there. Yeah. Yeah, in terms of my nearest one, you won't see many women there. <laughs> yeah. It's heavily male-dominated. <laughs> oh
2: boy! So, wh- where are the, where do the women hang out over there?
1: Christ, um, <laughs> where I was born and raised, there's nothing you can do in Taunton. You, you know, you'll be lucky to see any women over in Taunton. Uh, in Portsmouth, you know, they're everywhere. <laughs> oh, are they? <laughs> so you're more likely to see. Um, women in pubs in Portsmouth <laughs> based on it, it's a student city
2: oh well, well there you go alright so we're <laughs> all, all in gonna District, come, yeah we all need to go hang out with James sometime yeah That's fly over saying. to England yeah hang out in Portsmouth <laughs> <laughs> alright man so you're getting published elsewhere too right it's not just your blog anymore you're becoming a brand somebody's um, publishing your writing
1: yeah um, I think well now Obviously, during the uh, pandemic, we've got the COVID. There's nothing. There's not a lot we can do. Uni for me is nearly finished. Um, I thought I'd get myself out there more, a bit more. Obviously, I'm doing my UFC blog, but I wanted to do a bit more football now that that's coming mm-hmm. back. So I've applied for a couple of places, I think. Nice. I applied for like two, uh, and I've worked for two of them. Um, I don't know if uh, – one's obviously – publication over here in England and there's an American one. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called last word on sport.
2: No, I'm not sure about last word. I've seen, I saw you talking about it on Twitter and I thought i just let you tell people
1: that you're out there, <laughs> but no, I'm doing, I'm doing football now. So I'm really enjoying that. Now that the premier League's returning. Nice.
2: So yeah, if you want to, you should be following you on Twitter. Where should they be following you to keep up with what you're writing about?
1: Um, for my uh, UFC stuff, obviously UFC deluxe. I've got a website, as I'm sure most of you are aware of. Um, for more, I share my UFC work on my personal account as well as my football stuff on um, uh, EvansJames99 on Twitter. There you go. So I do a bit of both football and UFC.
2: There you go. So, yeah, you can pick up on the soccer. Football. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> can't stand the word soccer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man all right dude is there anything else we need to know before you take off
1: um no not really i mean there's some good fights this weekend hopefully the underdogs i've picked this weekend come through and some people make a lot of money on this weekend hopefully hopefully so all right man you take care Perfect. <laughs> mate and you thank you for having me on again yeah